I want to talk today about um, being tired. And uh, I don't know about you guys, um, but so many people have been feeling so tired lately. It's just been unreal. Um, It's almost as if I feel this spirit in the atmosphere that there's so many people that's just full of anxiety and stress. Um, And I'm feeling it everywhere. I I just said this on my TikTok channel. So for those who might be coming over from my TikTok channel, um, uh, you're going to hear a little bit of repetitiveness just in the very beginning. Um, But I just want to update the people that were not following me on TikTok when I was just live. But I almost feel like everyone is running around, um, almost like screaming, you know, running around the streets. And just everyone is just sort of in this mode of panic and anxiety and stress. And I'm sure some of you all can relate to that. I'm, 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 there, there's been so many messages that I've received from um, my viewers. And I'm, not ta- I'm talking from every continent. People are just going through. And God just has been putting it in my heart that I got to have a message about this. So what I want to talk about, this topic is going to be, I guess I'm just going to title it, God Has the Answer. I, I kind of want to start with a question. And the question is, uh, and, and if you're following me from TikTok, do not type the answer into the screen because I just went over this with them. But if you knew someone, um, if, if you knew that there was a map inside of your house and on this map, it gave all the coordinates, you know, and the directions to where you need to go, do uh, where you need to go so that you can get access to, let's say, uh, $100,000. Would you take out the map and read it? If the map was in your drawer right now, would you take it out and read it? I'm sure you would. And let, let's take this a step further. Let's say you know someone um, who, um, I don't know, extremely wise. And, and this person had the answers to everything, had the answers to, you know, your next job. What do you need to do to grow your business? What do you need to do in the situation with your child or what have you? Which, and the only requirement that that person had is, can you just sit with me? Can you just sit with me? That's all I want to know is can you spend time with me? I want to give you the answers. Can you come to me? Would you go to that person? And the reason I bring these examples and the obvious answer is yes, is because God has the answers to everything we're trying to figure out right now. He has the answers to all of it. I have never, let me take my time with this. I've never in my life seen so many tired people and so many people on the verge of either giving up or just saying, forget it. Just, just, this is just too much. I'm talking people in church, people not in church, people rich, people poor. It don't even matter. It it literally has gotten to a point where I even had a call with my minister the other day. I called my minister and I said, can I have a talk with you? And I literally just wanted to share with him, this is worldwide. I'm grateful that I have unique access because I get comments from people all over the world. You know, different continents. And the message is universal. Everybody seems to be so tired. Uh, I'm seeing something here. It looks like I'm reaching. Oh, okay, maybe there's a little bit of delay in my film. But everyone seems to be so tired. Can you all still hear me? I just want to make sure everything is flowing well. I'm trying to read some of the comments. 
um, the screen is just a little far away from me, um, but it says I still want to um, I still want to find the map. I know that's right. I just want hang on a second here. They're trying to make my chat box a little larger so I can see it. Okay, they did. Can you move my chat box over a little bit uh, the other way just so I can see their comments? No, the other way. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep going. More all the way over. Yes, now I can read it. Okay, sorry about that, you guys. I'm just trying to get my comments up so that I can see everything. So what I want to talk to you guys about, I have a couple stories that I've got to point to, and I pray that it really blesses you. Here's what I want to say. I don't have all the answers, but I do know who to go to that has the answers. There's an amazing passage. Now, I just went over this one on my TikTok page. I'm going to go over this one first, but then I want to go over some other stories with you guys to lift your spirit. There's an amazing passage in Matthew chapter 17. And in Matthew chapter 17, many of you have read the story about the temple tax. And the shortest version is taxes is due. Peter goes to Jesus and basically said, hey, are we going to pay this or not? Now, really, they were trying to trick Jesus up, but that's a whole nother subject. I won't even get into the premise behind the scene. But the main thing is that there was an issue and look how Jesus solved it. So it's amazing. So I'm just going to pick it up in verse um, uh, 24. It says, after Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two uh, drachma tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their, uh, from their own sons or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the sons are exempt. Now, here's what I want you to pay attention to. In verse 27, Jesus said to him, but so that we may not offend them, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch. Open his mouth and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to uh, take it and give it to them for my tax and for yours. Now, you may say, Z, where are you going with this? I just I pick up on these little nuggets in the Bible that just makes me almost laugh. And then I try by relating it to real life. It, when I relate that to real life, I say to myself, there was an issue. There's a bill due. Something's due. And we all have dealt with that situation. I'll get into that in a minute with, with, with my life. Jesus didn't even hesitate. He says to him, take the first fish you catch and open its mouth. And you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them to pay my taxes and yours. So you mean to tell me the God that I serve? No, the God that I serve knows exactly where to send me to get to have the answers to my problems. We're running around stressing, worrying, trying to figure out how we're going to do this and that. In some cases, and I've done it, working two and three jobs and just doing it all. And Jesus just says to him, go out there to that lake and catch that fish. The first one that comes up, open his mouth and take out the coin. For me, let me just slow this down. The peace that it gives me in my heart is this. My goodness. It's not that I need more. I just need God's strategy. I just need to hear from him. I just need to know what he wants me to do. I remember, and I talked about this in my, my live that I did earlier, when we moved 22 times in one year growing up. Because my mother, we just didn't have the money. And if I can be very forward, she was leaving a very abusive relationship. 
I'll talk about that a lot more in my book that I'm working on. I'm going to be releasing it on the anniversary day of my son's death, but I don't want to get into that right now. I know what powdered eggs taste like. I know what powdered milk tastes like. I know what it's like to eat out of shelters. Been through a lot. So I'm not someone talking to you from a judgmental angle of who does she think she is. She don't understand how tough it is. Oh, no. I grew up on welfare my entire life. I see my mother struggle to pay bills, figuring out how she was going to make it. And the point that I'm getting at with this is we have someone who knows where we need to go. He, he has the answers. He knows exactly what you need to do right now to solve the issue you have going on. You may say, well, see, it's not a money issue. Fine. Don't even have to be about money. He knows what you need to do. Can it be possible in that job situation? I'm just asking. I'm only asking. Can it be possible in that job situation? He allowed that situation to happen so that you can do what you need to do because he's planted a seed inside of you. And he's just waiting on you to obey him and go do something about it. I'm just asking, could it be possible? You may say, well, Z, I did do what he told me to do. It didn't work out. Could it be possible that he's pivoting you? Could it be possible that he's just leading you to the lake? Telling you to catch the first fish. The only thing that we have to do is just sit with them. There's a passage I read uh early in my live feed and it was Philippians 4 6 and then I want to get into a whole different passage that I'm excited to share Philippians 4 6 if I can just turn to it and you guys know I've read Philippians 4 6 many times Philippians 4 6 says do not oh my Bible was just completely falling apart hang on a second here Philippians 4 6 says do not be anxious about anything remember that but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God Okay, so you're telling me don't be anxious about nothing. You're telling me to pray. You're saying with prayer and petition. And I explained earlier what that means with prayer and petition. You know, you, you're going to keep coming back to him. You're going to keep coming back. Remember the unjust judge? Remember that? When Jesus said, be like the unjust judge? Because there was a judge that didn't even fear God, didn't even care about this woman. She kept coming to his table, wearing him out. He's like, so that she don't wear me out, give her what she want. He's saying with prayer and petition, petition me. You might say, was he well, I already prayed? He didn't answer. Go again. Well, I sat with God and I didn't get my answer. Sit again. He says, with prayer and petition, present your request to him. But here's what's so beautiful, what I love about this passage. In the peace of God, I'm in verse 7, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And you all already know what that means. That means my, my to me. To me, that means my situation is so messed up, it's almost laughable. And I don't even know how I have peace in it, but, I'm, but I have peace. That means it don't even make sense. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. How is it possible to have peace in the middle of this mess? It's possible. I wish there was some other things. Oh, one day when God gives me permission to go into it, where I can tell you some things that I deal with on a daily basis, you all have no idea. You'd be on the floor and say, you got to be kidding. I never knew. You want to know why? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guards my heart. God has the answers. He's able to lead you. And right now, this world, whether you guys realize it or not, I, I, I don't know what's happening, but we're, everybody's running around like there's a big fire going on. 
Everyone seems to be so stressed out and so tired. Let me help you with something. Because I'm a living testimony of what I'm about to share with you now. Turn over to 1 Kings chapter 17. I'm not going to be on here long. I just want to give you a few little pointers. I just love 1 Kings and 2 Kings. I can just soak in it forever. But I just want to come up with a little, show you a nugget or two in it just to lift your spirit. That's all I'm trying to do is lift your spirit. Not trying to sell you anything. I don't have anything to sell. You guys know that. Look in 1 Kings chapter 17. And let's talk about this. Let me see some of the comments here. Um, someone says, I literally read that last week. Someone says, in my devotional. Uh, someone says, what scripture was that? I had just read from uh, Matthew. Where was it? Because uh, I wrote it down here. Uh, Matthew 17, 27 is what I just read. And then I read Philippians 4, 6. Now I'm into uh, 1 Kings right now. Um, someone says, I'm, uh, uh, I'm ready for that book though. I know I I've been working on it. Um, it's probably one of the deepest thing. It is one of the deepest things I've ever done. And it takes so much out of me. I'm just kind of, I literally, I literally have to take a nap and rest after I've written a half of one chapter because that's just how deep it is. So, um, I'm working on it and I can't wait for God to give me, um, the time to release it. So I'm going to keep reading here. Someone says, I love Philippians four, six, amen. Um, someone says, Z, it would be an honor to, um, get to talk to you, uh, one-on-one. -on -one. I've had a number of people ask me that, uh, right now, God has not put it in my heart to do any kind of one-on-ones. Um, and to be honest with my schedule and the grieving and everything I'm going through, this is the best giving that I can do at this time. But if God ever puts it in my heart to do that, I'll let you know, but I do pray that this podcast is helping you. That's my only point is just to spread the word of God. So let me, let, let's look. And thank you, by the way, let's look in first Kings chapter 17. Oh, I just can eat this up. Um, you guys know who Elijah was, right? Elijah was one of the greatest prophets of all time. Elijah was better than bad. We've already talked about him a couple of times. For those who are new to this podcast, just go back through my YouTube channel, scroll through the videos, and you're going to find all kinds of things about Elijah because I've talked about him so much. But he was better than bad. Uh, but I want to talk. I want you guys to see how God can move in the hearts of other people on your behalf. This particular part I'm about to read now is for those who feel like, God, I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't I, I don't know how this situation is going to get worked out. I don't I don't understand how th this is going to happen. Let me just let me let me calm your, your, your nerves a little bit. In first Kings 17. Oh, my goodness, God, where do you want me to start? It's just so much good stuff in here. Let me give you a little bit of a backdrop. Ahab is his name Ahab A-H-A-B. Yeah. Remember Ahab? I think he married Jezebel. Right. And uh, remember, Ahab uh, is the one that, um, well, he did all kinds of things. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, Elijah was an amazing prophet. I'll just leave it at that because it'll take too long to go into all that. Elijah was an amazing prophet, did a lot of amazing things for God. Um, but uh, I want to I want to pick up from when there was like a famine, when there was like a, some 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 severity going on. So this is the part I'm picking up in Elijah in first Kings 17, verse one. Now, Elijah, the, the Tishbite from Tish, I'm probably saying that wrong. And Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except by except at my word. So in other words, God about to dry up all of this. And listen to this. Verse two. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Now, you guys, please catch this. If you don't catch nothing else, just catch this and you can you can leave after you hear this. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here. Now, this is this is God giving Elijah instructions. 
This is the part I want you to see that he has the answer. There's a famine going on now. Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan. Verse 4, you will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. You mean you can give orders to the birds? let alone people. And I'm going to get into that one. I'm going to give another example of a person. God says, I have given, I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. If you just capture just that in your spirit and let it sink in, you would actually laugh and be grateful at the same time. I know what it looks like right here, but I want you to go in this direction. I've already gone ahead of you. My God, I've already gone ahead of you. I've already given orders to the ravens, to the birds to feed you. Because you're going to be high up. I think he was high up in some mountain someplace. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kareth ravine east of the Jordan and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. You either got to believe the word of God or not, because you may say, no, that didn't happen. You, you, if you believe the word of God, which I do, you, you look at that and you say, my goodness, God is able to provide in every situation. So you may say, well, Z, that's birds. What about people? Keep on reading. Verse seven. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. I, I won't even comment on that. I won't even comment on that because sometimes people feel like, You know, God, you were providing in this particular area of my life. And now I lost this deal. I lost the deal. Or I got fired from my job. Or this person walked out on me. Or that business you had me start didn't work. Like, 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 where are you at now? My child's sick. Just because things happen and go left field don't mean God's not with you anymore. God is not stagnant. Please speak to me. Please. God is not stagnant. Where do we get that from? What makes us think it's got to remain the same all the time? When we're doing good, God is with us, you know. And when things are happening bad, oh, he ain't with us no more. No, that's not true. That, that's not true at all. I already did a lesson a long time ago on how God uses messed up people. I won't even go into that one. We won't even talk about Abraham and King David. And who else did I talk about? Uh, Peter and all the people we hold up in the Bible, all the mess that they did. And, and how God blessed them and loved them. And used them as examples, especially some mess that they did. We won't even start with David when he got Bathsheba pregnant and she was married by another man. And then he put him on the front of the line to have him killed. Go back and watch that video. God uses messed up people. Do your own Bible research because you may say, who is this woman? That can't be true. Please read your Bible. Get out of that mindset. I'm going to give up. I feel like God ain't with me no more. He don't answer my prayers. I've been praying a long time and he ain't answered. That does not mean he's not with you. The same brook 
that God provided for Elijah, one of the greatest prophets in the Bible, the same brook that he provided for him to drink out of, dried the heck up. So what, God wasn't with Elijah no more? Watch this. It wasn't that God wasn't with him. God was pivoting him. God was moving him. God was preparing him for the next thing he needed to do. If you can just get just... Maybe something's wrong with me because I'm just feeling this so strong. If you can just get that peace in your spirit, that God makes moves. He's a move maker. He's a way maker. He don't keep you stagnant. I think what pains my heart, I'm going to get to the passage. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it in a minute. I'm just talking to you guys. I'm not preaching. You guys know I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister. I think what pains my heart, and I was really going to God with this last night is especially because I'm writing my book and it's so powerful because I'm reflecting on everything I went through and how necessary it all was um, what pains my heart and I'm not talking about you I'm not casting judgment because I've done the same thing when we do go through the storms and we're going through the fire and nothing seems to work out and this situation didn't work out or this deal didn't work out or you lost someone or what have you, the natural temptation, remember Satan is the accuser, the natural temptation is to blame God or to feel like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? You know. That's good he talked to you, but he don't talk to me. I don't even know how to pray. I'm not sure if he's with me. And if you just go to the map, if you just go to your source, you'll see that those are lies being fed to you. Because God, he dries up brooks just like he did. Who did we talk about? Was it Jonah? Remember I did a whole thing on Jonah. It was a three-part series. Uh, the very thing God provided to, to provide him with shade, God provided the worm the next day to dry it up. I mean, God is a mover. He makes moves. He positions us. Sometimes he hides us for years. Remember, I did a podcast on that. I think I called it. You are being hidden when we think we're being punished by God, but we're really not being punished. He's hiding us. There is no way that I could have done this podcast about 10, 12 years ago. You wouldn't have even liked me. You wouldn't have liked me. I mean, I still was in church and loved God and all that. But, oh, my goodness, he had to take me through some, some, some hell and back. He had to humble me. I was too prideful. I didn't know it at the time. It didn't seem like it. He was making some moves. And when I say he took me through, you guys have no idea. And he had to humble me and take me through that fire just enough to where I, I was humbled enough to where he can produce some gold from it. I know I'm going off script. Just let me talk a minute. <laughs> if you got to go, just go. I'm going to put this video up later. I uh, want it upload. So if you got to go, don't feel bad. But I'm just making a point. He was making power moves in my life when I felt every friend was against me. I, that's what I felt in my heart. My marriage was falling apart. My son was beyond sick. Finances was really, really bad. I, I felt down. I felt angry. I was cursing people out. I mean, you name it. Had to take me through it. He had to dry that brook up. He never left me and he's never leaving you. 
But look what he's produced. I got to get this next part out before I pass out because it's... Jesus, y'all don't understand. Please listen to that podcast called My Testimony. Find it, go back through my feed and look up the one that says My Testimony. And that'll that'll solve a lot of things and tell you why I'm getting all misty-eyed about how he speaks. Because I had nothing. And it wasn't until I humbled myself and put him first in my life that he's like, now, now I can trust you with the blessing. I wanted the blessing so bad years ago. It's like, God, where are you at? I'm trying to do right. And I'm getting hurt left and right. I'm just so grateful. I had no idea he was making moves. Because he can trust me now. I've been humbled enough that he can trust me now. He's humbled me so much and allowed me to experience so much. I told God, I said, you know, you can trust me now. And even when my son died. That's why I played that song called Yes by Shekinah Glory when he was taking his last breath. Because that whole song said, if, if I require more of you, will your answers be yes? Will you still say yes to me? I told him, you can trust me now. I thought he could trust me then, but woo, I've learned a lot. Anyway, let me keep going. Y'all don't want to listen to me all day. Let me see some of the comments. Um, let him use you, Z. Um, in our weakness, he's strong. Yes, ma'am. Um, trying to read some more. Um, speak to our hearts, Lord. Amen. Amen. I didn't even get to the passages, so y'all got to bear with me. And uh, I think I lost my little sheet of paper. I had another passage on here, but I ain't even get to the second part. We, we, we still stuck at the birds. So again, don't feel bad if you got to get off this channel and just come back later. Hit the notification button and, and subscribe and all that stuff so you'll be notified when I post it live. I'm going to do my best to get it posted before I leave today, uh, depending on how long it, it takes to download. But anyway, my God. Oh, Lord, where was I at? We're in First Kings chapter 17, and uh, we're in verse 7. It says, sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. So we already don't talked about that enough, right? Then the word of the Lord came to him. Okay, so here's God. Here's the map. Here's the map we need because the, the brook is dried. Now what do I do? Do I freak out? Here's the map. Go at once to, I can't even pronounce it, Zarephath of Sidon of Sidon and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. Did you catch that? I know the brook dried up. I know the relationship is over. I know you lost a job. I know that business concept didn't work out. I know you lost a loved one. I know you're suffering with this and you're suffering with that. I get it. But now I want you to go into this direction. Because I've already gone ahead of you. And I've commanded this, this lady. She's a widow. I've already spoken to her and commanded her 
to give you some food and bread and take care of you. <laughs> he goes ahead of, ahead of us. This is so good. I just never want to stop. I could just do this all day, every day if I could. Let me keep reading. I've commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. So now you would think it's all going to be good. He's about to go find some rich lady and, and, and just live and eat good and this and that. Check this out. So he went to uh, Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. Oh, okay. So I'd be thinking, oh, this must be the woman that's got all this food for me. Cool. Let me take my earrings off because I hear it kind of clacking a little bit and um, I don't want it to pick up on the mic. Okay, so uh, he came to the town gate. A widow was there gathering sticks. Okay. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little uh, uh, water in a jar so that I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called um, and bring me please a, a piece of bread. Now, for those of you who already know the story, you guys should be smiling ear to ear because you know what's next. Can, is there is the comment still going? Are people still here? I don't know if my stuff is still working or not. Uh, can someone just comment and say still here just so I know? Uh, see, God provides no matter what it looks like. Uh, you're reaching our souls. And uh, what is that speaking to our hearts? Um, can someone just do a comment and say we are still here? Okay, someone said still here. Good. Just want to make sure you guys know with this technology and stuff, you just never know. So I just want to make sure I didn't lose you because I know I'm talking a long time. But I'm not going to apologize because I'm getting out what God has put in my heart to say. But here we go. You guys got to catch this. So the brook dried up. First of all, he was fed by ravens. A brook dried up. And now he is going someplace to some lady who's supposed to be feeding him. So he says, and bring me please a piece of bread. I'm in verse 12. Uh, in in First uh, Kings seventeen, as surely as as the this is the lady, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, "I don't have any bread." Well, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, this is not how it's supposed to work out. God, you told me to do X Y Z. I did X Y and Z. Uh, why it ain't giving what it's supposed to give? <laughs> like, what happened? Maybe I didn't hear from God. Maybe that wasn't Him speaking. Is there a God? Because you just told me this lady's going to be feeding me. And she just says she don't even have any bread. Follow me, you guys. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Whoa. <laughs> Now, I told you guys there's a famine. And I didn't even get into the severity of some of the mess that they were doing. You wouldn't even believe. Listen to some of the old podcasts and you'll be able to pick that up. But it was pretty gruesome. He's doing what God told him to do. I pray that that jumps in your spirit. Because I felt like, God, I'm doing what you told me to do and it didn't work out. Like, now what? He went to where God told him to go. And this lady is saying, we're basically about to have our last meal and die. She says, I have a little bit of flour. And she says, in a jar and a little jug, oil, um, a little oil in a jug. Uh-oh. So verse 13, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Oh, come on, Elijah. This is why I love him. Gosh, I just love him. 
He's, he, it's like, yeah, whatever. I understand. Whatever. He never focused on his current circumstances. Well, that's kind of not true because later when Jezebel wanted to kill him, that's when he tripped up a little bit. But, you know, God just took him on up. That's another subject. Anyway, Eliza said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small cake of bread for me. Didn't, didn't she just tell him that it was only enough for her and her son? And he said, but first, make a small cake of bread for me uh, from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be like, I don't even know you. <laughs> this is our last meal. And you telling me to feed you first. <laughs> for this is what the Lord, uh, the God of Israel says. Ooh, here it is, you guys. Just please catch this one. Highlight it in your Bible. The jar of flour will not be used up in the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain on the land. My God. Oh, my God. I'm supposed to get my butt back to work. I'm supposed to be interviewing somebody right now. And God got me in here on, on, a, on a podcast speaking to people, and I've got to interview some people. Did you guys catch what I just read? The jar of flour will not be used up. And the jug of oil will not run dry. You are going to make it. You're going to make it. I don't care what the situation looks like. I don't care that there's nothing in your account. I don't care that this person walked out of your life or you feel completely overloaded at this point. You're going to make it. My God. Let me read it one more time. The jar of flour would not be used up and the jug of oil would not run dry until the day the Lord gives rain on the land until I'm done blessing you. Uh-uh. So she went away and did as Elijah told her. So there was food every day. For Elijah and the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. In keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Ooh. I just can't. And I got other stories to read and I may end up in ending this podcast a little shorter than I wanted. I, I didn't even get into second Kings four, one, uh, one through seven about the widow's oil. I, I, maybe I just need to park it right here because I may just have to do another live stream maybe tomorrow um, if God puts it in my heart to do so. Um, let me see who's picking up on what I just read. Um, um, let me just see. My good. Uh, hit the notification button for one. I do want to ask you to do that because I go live when God has put it in my heart to do so. I pray he gives me a set schedule so you guys know when I'm going to be doing this. I was not planning on doing this really today, but God put it in my heart. And because I want to finish this out and there's so much more I want to talk about, I got a feeling he's going to have me going live again tomorrow or at least the day after. Did you guys pick up this story? Just just that little bit. Did you guys pick that up? Did you pick up what, what, what I, I'm reading comments and I'm trying to look in the camera at the same time. Did you pick up what I just read? She didn't have nothing. And God is like, this ain't going to be used up. Every day I'm going to provide. You don't need to sit there worrying and crying. 
I provided for you. And even though this little brook or whatever has dried up, I'm going to keep providing. God is able to move in the hearts of people on your behalf. I had some other passages I want to read, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you guys and thinking to myself at the same time, like, how far can I go into this? Because there's so many passages where God moves in the hearts of people so that they can do what they need to do. So that when you get to that point you're supposed to get to, you're ready. I'll tell you guys something. I, and I, I try not to talk about work too much. I just, I don't know. I don't really go into work too much. But I had a meeting the other day with my staff. And it, it's, it just dawned on me. I was meeting, my sales director was in the meeting. Um, I think my HR person, a couple people. And I said, it, it just dawned on me. Every major account that we got, every major, even outside of work, every major situation that happened in my life. Uh, but I was talking to them about work. I said, it just dawned on me. We didn't do anything to get it. Someone, and this is not me bragging. This is me giving you an, a testimony that I've not shared. Someone mentioned my name. Thank you, Jesus. In a meeting. And that VP or that president or whoever called me. Someone mentioned my name. All of the, 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 the major, you know, it, 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 someone, someone, someone not only mentioned my name, we, we had a situation with a, with, with a client, and I don't want to go into detail. I wouldn't plan on even going into this. This was not a part of me planning on talking about, but I just feel the need to share it. I'll just give you the, the tiniest crumb from it is we recently acquired a major account that any staffing agency would love to get. I'll just say one of the senior executives at that company Someone mentioned me to him. He contacted me. We hit it off, had an amazing conversation. And he's like, you're exactly what we've been looking for. And now we're providing services for them. You know how many hundreds, if not thousands of agencies there are out there? And you know how often that story is? Someone just recently mentioned to me and recommended me to be on a board. And, and the chairperson contacted me and said, I want to talk to you. You may say, Z, where are you going with this? This has nothing to do with bragging because God knows I go through the fire every day. You guys, for those who are uh, subscribed to my channel, you guys know I'm ball my eyes out at night about stuff. You know that this is not this is nothing to do with bragging. This has to do with me trying to help you to see that God knows what we need and he is the strategist. He went before me in meetings I didn't even know about. In fact, the biggest account we have, I had nothing to do with it. Because somebody who knew me from the staffing industry said to the head people there, there's this one lady named Z you got to call. She's a woman of integrity. She runs her company well. Reach out to her. You guys picking up what I'm laying down? And, and I'm like, uh, 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 yeah, I'll meet. I, God, he, he's able to so move on our behalf. It's just not even funny. I don't want to make this about an account or job or money. It's not even about just that. The, the point I'm trying to get at, and I'll go back to my opening statement. If you knew that there was a map in your house that contained the coordinates, you know, where you need to go to get the treasure. Or if you knew there was a person there that had the answers, would you go to that person? God has the answers that we're looking for, you guys. This world is so stressed out right now, it's unreal. I'm not excluded from it. Please know that. Please know I include myself right into this chat room with you guys. 
Do not think she got it all together. She don't have the issues. Oh, she don't struggle with this and that. Absolutely not. That that would not be true. I'm just trying to hold your hand and ask you to follow with me, not follow me, follow with me to the person that has the answers. Or I should say the God that has the answer. I don't know the proper way of saying that. All I'm just trying to do is point you to the light. Point you to the light. I'm not trying to convert you to any religion. Not trying to have you give me any money. Nothing. Point you to the light. Point you to the light. That's all I'm saying. I I know somebody that got the answers. I know somebody. Remember we studied Gideon when he had about 32,000 soldiers and God uh, lowered him down to 300? We just did a podcast on that not too long ago. I don't even remember the title, but go back and find it. Remember we talked about that? Why did God do that? He said, because I want him to know that when he gets to this point, when he has his victory, I want him to know it wasn't his own strength. It was mine. That's how he strategizes. So I pray that this encourages you all. Let me read a few of the comments. I know I need to get my butt off camera. You guys probably tired of hearing from me. I don't even know if there's people still in the chat right now. I'm probably talking to myself now. Let me just see. It says he prepares us for all, uh, all, all for such a time as this. Amen. Um, uh, I pray that this becomes a talk show, a talk show. That'd be interesting. I don't know if, I don't even know if people would want a talk show. I don't know. With some woman in an Afro talking about God, that'd be interesting. If, anyway, amen. If that's God's will, um, that comment is blowing my mind. Uh, but God is able to do all things. Um, an international talk show. You are blessed, ma'am. Thank you so much. Um, someone says, uh, I'm trying to read here. I know you're I, I know you're not perfect, but I know you're a living witness. God knows I'm not perfect because I'm a hot mess on a daily basis. I'm just doing my best. I just tell God every day, just use me. I lie naked before you, naked before this world. Just use me. Use me up until there's nothing left to be used. Someone else said this is so needed. Um, uh, someone says I would love a talk show. Amen. And how we get on the talk show trend. That is just so funny. Everybody's talking about a talk show. Um, yeah, I don't. I have I don't have my sights on the talk show in the least bit. Um, I'll just say that I'm just walking in favor, doing what God is telling me to do. But I just pray that you guys are really encouraged by this. So many of you have been sending me messages saying you're just so tired. You just don't know what to do. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not just sitting on here speaking. Nobody's paying me to do this. You guys know this. God has the answers. He's a strategist, the best one I know. And just because you're going through some difficult times does not mean he's not with you. In fact, I dare say he's with you even more. I'm going to read a couple more comments and I need to get uh, in this. Um, you, I'm not lying when I when I say I'm, I, I have interviews to do. <laughs> I'm supposed to be working right now and I got my butt on camera because I got to go interview some people. But anyway, um, what it says, uh, someone else said I would love a talk show too. Um, someone says here from TikTok, yay, join the channel. Thank you. Um, can't believe my, my, uh, kids even got me on the TikTok, but, um, I'm actually liking that platform as well. Uh, we need more women like Z, uh, you are a mother to us. Now you about to get me crying right now. Um, following you to I can't read it. Uh, the word is a blessing to me. Love you, Z. I love you guys so much. Um, and thank you all for being there for me through my difficult times you know there's been a lot um 
you guys just have no idea how much you've encouraged and helped me how sometimes late at night I'll just scroll through and read your comments and how it lifts my spirit because it it helps me to know that everything I'm doing right now is not in vain the enemy tries to tempt me with you don't know what you're doing you're not a preacher you're not a minister I don't even know why you're doing this. You need to stop. You don't have time for this. And then sometimes at night, I I literally would scroll through and read your comments. I actually do, to be honest with you. And it it tears me up because it lets me know, wow, all the mess I've been through, all the suffering, all the pain is not for nothing. I am able to help other people. So you have no idea how at night when I sit and scroll through your comments, like if I post a video, I'll read all the comments really that night or the next day. You have no idea how much you've encouraged me. So anyway, I pray you guys have been encouraged. I'll read one or two more comments. Um, You are my sister. Love you dearly. Oh, thank you. Is that from Annette? Annette, you've been with me for a while. There's been a couple people with me for a long time. Carolyn, um, Patricia. um, I won't say last names because I want to protect private. Well, last names on the screen so I guess it don't matter but I'll just say first names but there's been a couple of you guys that's been with me for a while you guys are, are just diamonds in my eyes um, someone says you may have just saved my life with this word thank you Jesus whoever that person is you don't know how you just touched me because the one prayer that I do almost on a daily basis and I've, I don't think I've ever shared this is I say God Please use me to help people, especially those that are going through some really deep, deep, dark times. And if I'm able to help save just one life, all of this will be worth it. So um, you just touched my heart with that. Um, uh, that's a net again. And I take you with me throughout the days. Oh, guys, the monitor's too far away. The days and the nights, um, every situation that arises, um, there's a podcast that we can refer to. Amen. Um, and uh, someone says you're an inspiration. Thank you. Anyway, I love you guys. I'm going to end this now. Um, I really got to get out of here. I pray you've been encouraged. Um, we are not going to walk around in fear, full of anxiety and stuff. We, we're not going to do it. We're, we're not. Now, that is not to dismiss any counseling or professional care or medical treatments you may need. I am not a professional counselor by any means. So if you're getting those kind of services, by no means am I saying to stop. All I'm saying is we're going to start going to the doggone source right here. And that was just one little story. There's actually more that I wanted to read, but I'm, I've so gone over time. It's not even funny. Um, so um, let me know. One, one thing that would be a major help, because this video is going to go up later today or first thing in the morning. Please let me know when do you guys think would be a good uh, day and time to have a regular schedule. I was thinking on a Sunday afternoon, because that's when I'm pretty much, you know, I've been to church. I'm home chilling, and I'm just you know, I spend the weekends, really, I try to spend the weekends in meditation and prayer. Right now, I'm also writing my book, but you get my point. Sunday afternoon, I was thinking, and then I was thinking maybe uh, Wednesday afternoon or uh, maybe a Monday into Wednesday, uh, maybe at noon, Central Standard Time, something like a lunch with Z or something. So I don't know, but I don't always want to just be sitting and just kind of straightforward talking. I, I sometimes just want to sit and just have a talk. Maybe have, we have lunch together live and just talk. Maybe, you know, that's something God's been putting in my spirit as well. So anyway, love you, love you, love you. Um, This would be the last one I read here. It says, um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I've listened to all your videos and God has helped. um, I can't read it. Uh, God, and it has helped. Um, 
says, thank you, says God will. And I pray you continue uh, to bless us. Thank you for your wisdom. I'll read one more. It says, I'm, I'm always encouraged. Sunday afternoon is good. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah, just oil hair. I don't know the name of that person, but I know she's, he or she uh, has been with me for a long time. Um, so thank you for letting me know that. Um, and uh, what is this? Dr. Latrice says, I'm always encouraged when I listen to you. Please continue to let God use you. You guys are amazing. Um, I just have to end it there. Uh, I'm just... My heart is just open. Uh, I just want to say this one last thing. Please, by the grace of God, I'm begging you. If God has gifted you to be able to speak, to get on camera, or to write in any kind of a way, whether it's a podcast or what have you, I'm begging you, please, by the grace of God, turn on your phone. I don't care if you have to just speak directly through your phone. You don't need a fancy microphone. I didn't start with this thing. And get the message out there to the world. I cannot express to you how much the world is hurting right now. I get thousands of comments all the time, sometimes on a daily basis. I cannot express to you that this thing is not one-sided. It's not just for the poor people or just for the rich people or just for the religious people. I'm talking globally. Name a country, name a city, name anything. We're getting messages in from people and the world is hurting. And the world needs people like you if you feel you've been gifted with that. Please don't sit on that gift any longer. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. You may say, well, Z, I'm in the fire right now. Well, go back to my first few episodes. I was in the, the, the heat of the fire. It's okay that you're in the fire right now. Sometimes people need a guide. One of the things that God put in my heart, I know I need to shut my mouth at this point because I keep talking, but one of the things he put in my heart I broke down the other night when he put it in my spirit. because I was like, God, I've been through so much. Like, what is the deal? He put it in my heart. I had to break you so that you can be my messenger for the brokenhearted. And you can be a guide to lead them to me. And I broke down crying like a baby. And I says, okay, God, I'm your servant. Use me. So all I say is we all fit this piece of the puzzle. And, and I know I'm not the only one that can go on camera and do this. The world needs you. Please, whatever gift God has given you, it could be singing. It could be counseling. I don't know. Please, I'm begging you to use your gift because this world is really mourning right now. Okay. I love you all. I'm going to end it right now. And um, I don't know, maybe tomorrow, the next day I'll go live again. I'm going to pray about it so I can finish up because I didn't even get to finish the other scriptures I wanted to go through. But I love you guys. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye.